your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we are going through player evaluations for Ryan Hartman, Zach Parisi, and Marcus Johansson. We'll look at some of the advanced statistics for each of those players, as well as jumps that they made from last year to this year. And uh, we will also look at how they slot in to the future plans for the Minnesota Wild past this season as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last two seasons covering the Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along on this Thursday edition of Lockdown Wilds, the 17th of June. Hard to believe it's already that point in the year, but when uh, when you're having fun, I guess uh, time flies is what uh, they say. We're going to try to answer three questions here today. First question that we will answer is what position Ryan Hartman slots in best um, going forward. We will also try to answer the question of whether Zach Parisi fits into the Wilds' long-term plans. And we will also look at whether or not we would be open to a reunion with Marcus Johansson for next season. So uh, a lot to get to here today. Let's dive right in by looking at Ryan Hartman's 2020-2021 season. And for Hartman, the numbers... From the outside, he played in 51 games, 7 goals, 15 assists, 22 points on the season. Uh, Also uh, had a shorthanded goal, a shorthanded assist, 2 game-winning goals, and 3 power play assists on the year. Hartman rewarded as well with a 3-year extension worth $5.1 million total, which will uh, push him into the Wilds' future plans for the next 3 seasons. If we look at what Ryan Hartman did last year for the Minnesota Wilds, playing in 69 games, he had 9 goals and 11 assists, so a similar point total. In fact, the uh, last couple of seasons, he has had right around 20 to uh, 26 points uh, has been his kind of high watermark for scoring on the season. But of course, as we know, Ryan brings some different things to the table. He is definitely a, an ace on the penalty kill and uh, also plays some great minutes for this team at a couple of different positions, which we will touch on as well here today. So uh, Hartman last year in 69 games at 9 goals and 11 assists. So 51 games this year, he was on pace to break uh, that goals mark. Um, had uh, the season been at regular length, we could have seen him in double digits for the uh, second time uh, the third time in his career had uh, had we gone that far, but we didn't. And so uh, the, those are the numbers that we get for Hartman. And uh, Hartman was asked to do uh, a, a really unenviable task uh, for this wild team, which was to slot in and, uh, and play center for a, a good majority of the season. He went um, 198 and 279 in the faceoff circle, which is 41.5%. And um, 
His career average of 44.2% at the center position. This is by far, though, the most um, face-offs that he has taken in a season. His uh, career high uh, before that was 110 back in 2017-2018. So a guy who can play the center position, played it a ton here this season, but I think a guy who is way more comfortable and productive playing on the wing. Um, And I think if you look at what the Wild plan to do uh, to reshuffle their roster a little bit, I think that is most likely where he's going to end up going into next season. But nonetheless, a uh, a great grit guy, somebody that will uh, will do the little things, great on the penalty kill as mentioned, and uh, somebody that is a pretty important piece to this Wild team. And we saw him take the offense to a new level in the Vegas Golden Knights series with a couple of goals and just some uh, incredibly aggressive play paired up with Kevin Fiala on that third line for the uh, the Wild, also with Zach Parisi. Some of Hartman's other outlier stats include his uh, Corsi 4 percentage, which was 44.8%, and uh, that is below his uh, career average of 50.7. Actually, the Wild are the only team in which Hartman has a Corsi 4 percentage below 50%. was 54.4 with Chicago, uh, 50.8 with Nashville, and uh, the Wild, he is at 47.3. So 44.8 uh, in all situations, Corsi 4 percentage for Hartman. 5 on 5, he's at 45.8. 5 on 5 close, 49.2, and 5 on 5 tied, 47.3. So not uh, not too far off from 50%. For Hartman in some of those uh, late game and close situations with the Corsi percentage, but I think the biggest thing that we're seeing with these Corsi percentages is that um, it, it speaks to again the Wild needing to find somebody that can win some faceoffs to uh, to help bring those back and help them keep some of that zone advantage um, a little bit more next year. Hartman, uh, according to the Daily Faceoff. His uh, rating was a 71.2, his composite rating, 71.2, which was 96th for centers in the NHL, despite Hartman being part of the best third line in the entirety of the NHL with a composite rating of 75.22. But Hartman ranked 96th as a center, and uh, as I alluded to, I think it makes more sense for Hartman to slot to a wing next season. it's all going to depend on what the Wild do to address the center position. If they bring in some centers, they call up Marco Rossi to fill one of those spots, then uh, then that is going to make it a lot easier for Hartman to just play one of those wing positions and um, leave the center play to others. Not to say that he can't do it, but I think he just would be way more comfortable as a wing um, for this team going forward. So... I would like to see Hartman move back to the wing. That can only be accomplished, though, if the Wild address that center position in earnest, uh, which uh, I certainly hope that they do here this offseason. So for Hartman, a season that showed uh, a lot of what we have come to expect from him, uh, albeit uh, just playing a little out of position for most of the year. So would expect that his numbers uh, with some better line mates around him will uh, will go up, but uh, a, a pretty solid season for Hartman, uh, doing a lot of the little things that uh, 
every team needs somebody that can kind of roll their sleeves up and get their hands dirty. And Hartman, definitely one of the players for the Wild that does that best. Next up, we will look at Zach Parisi's season evaluation. A lot to discuss with Parisi. So we have uh, plenty of talkers for him. That's next here on Locked on Wild. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is in full swing. The Stanley Cup playoffs are reaching the semifinals. The NBA playoffs seem like they have an exciting finish every night. Plus UFC, MMA, and PGA Tour action as well. There is no shortage of ways for you to place your bets. So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening bell, the opening tee time, whatever it may be, Head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Continuing with our player evaluations here on Lockdown Wild, Zach Parisi's up next, and let's be honest, I think Parisi and most fans and Bill Guerin and Dean Evason would all agree that it was a disappointing season for Parisi. 45 games, he had 7 goals, 11 assists, 18 total points for a guy coming off of a 25-goal season the previous year uh, in the 69-game COVID-shortened season. And uh, Parisi has a ton of uh, goals and points under his belt in his 16-year career. And uh, this is the first time that he has scored less than 10 goals in a season that wasn't cut short by injury. So a tremendously disappointing season for Parisi. And uh, honestly, it, it just it never seemed like Parisi got comfortable with the role that he was put in uh, on this team, which was on that fourth line. It took him a while to uh, get into the scoring column. In fact, his first goal of the season came on January 22nd, scored two goals in January, one in February, had no goals in March, and finished uh, April with four goals. So uh, had a long stretch of really no production and just... Never seemed like a guy that uh, that was really comfortable with where the team put him. He then made it into the uh, lineup for the Golden Knights series after sitting the uh, final few games of the season as a healthy scratch. Made it into the series against the Golden Knights and had three points in four games. So uh, did his job there, but I think this is uh, reaching the tipping point to where it needs to be addressed one way or the other, uh, between Parisi and the Wild, whether that be a buyout, whether that be a trade. It just feels like a natural ending point to the uh, Parisi-Wild relationship. And unfortunately for Zach, didn't result in uh, the Wild being able to hoist the Stanley Cup. But it's it's not something that, really, that only uh, one team gets to do every season. So an incredibly difficult goal for Parisi and the Wild, but... Sometimes that's just uh, how it plays out. Uh, Parisi did have uh, a couple of stretches of some success, as I mentioned. Looked great in the postseason series against the Golden Knights. 
and um, had a couple of stretches throughout the course of the season where he um, had some flashes of what we've seen from Parisi throughout uh, the course of his career. Some of his advanced statistics, the Corsi 4 percentage for Parisi uh, this season. His career numbers are at uh, 57.2. He was at a 47.6 this year uh, in all situations, 43.4 in 5-on-5. 47 in 5-on-5 close situations and a 44.1 in 5-on-5 tied situations uh, was that Corsi 4 percentage, which is substantially lower than uh, really any point of his wild tenure so far, has been uh, well into the 50s and uh, even the 60s with the wild uh, before that. So just uh, not really in a comfortable spot was uh, Parisi at any point during the season. So his average uh, on-ice goals for per 60 minutes in all situations was 3.4. On-ice goals allowed was 2.8 per 60 minutes. He scored .7 goals per 60 minutes when he was on the ice in all situations. So um, not uh, not scoring a whole heck of a lot. And, um, I mean, you've got players down in Iowa that expect to uh, to come in and help this roster. So, like I said, it just it seems like the natural conclusion to uh, the Parisi and Wild tenure because there really isn't going to be a situation for Parisi above where he was. I mean, maybe he ends up slotting on that line with Kevin Fiala, but at the same time, didn't really do a whole heck of a lot when he was with Fiala on that line. So I, I just I don't know what the resolution would be. I mean, I think buyout is probably the most likely option, which would allow him then to go somewhere else and not be tied to the Wild. He's got four years left on his contract with the Wild. So uh, it's not like he's going anywhere um, unless some team decides to take a gamble on the final four years of the contract. I, for whatever reason, kind of have a hunch that I think the Seattle Kraken would be a team that could claim Parisi if the Wild attach a good enough sweetener uh, to do so. But at, at what point does that become a little too expensive for the Wild's tastes to try to make that happen? Uh, I think buyout is the likeliest scenario because I think Parisi does want a change of scenery. Uh, and I think the Wild want to try to use that roster spot for elsewhere with Matt Boldy and potentially Marco Rossi coming up next year, plus uh, whoever they end up acquiring or signing uh, at the center position. So I, I've just operated under the assumption since the offseason began that Parisi would not be here next year. And so I think that makes the most uh, likely sense. Then again, with how I've been with predictions, he'll probably end up being on the team next year, in which case then I would uh, – have to eat a little crow and have to figure out where exactly he slots into uh, what the Wilds currently have going on on this roster. So a disappointing season definitely for Parisi, although um, Daily Faceoff um, rating-wise has him at a 76.3, which ranks him as the 17th left wing in the NHL. So metrics-wise, he, um, he, he did some good things, but didn't do what... Zach Parisi has done throughout the course of his career. Um, 
wasn't a uh, perennial 20 to 30 goal scorer. And, uh, you know, he had a very long stretch of absolutely no production, uh, not even getting shots on the ice. Not to mention kind of the icing on the cake, the situation in Vegas right at the beginning of the year where Parisi stayed on the ice to try to help Marcus Foligno score a hat trick. It failed. The Golden Knights tied the game in regulation and won it in overtime. That, I think, was kind of the um, the straw that broke the camel's back, um, if anybody listening even knows what that uh, saying means. I think that was kind of the beginning of the end for Parisi with the Wild, and you know, at this point, it just it just makes sense for both sides to move on. Um, so we will as well. We'll just assume that uh, Parisi is not going to be part of this team next year. Best of luck to him wherever he ends up, but it, it probably makes the most sense for it to not be here. We will move to Marcus Johansson's season evaluation. We'll see if we are up for a potential reunion with Johansson past this season. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to carry all the parts you need for your car. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing our player evaluations here today on Locked on Wild. And just a look ahead to what we have uh, going on for the rest of the week. Tomorrow we will finish off with the bottom line for the Wild. Nick Benino, Nico Sturm, and Nick Bugstad. And then next week we will go through Jared Spurgeon, Ryan Suter, Matt Dumba, Ian Cole, Kalen Addison, Carson Soucy, Cam Talbot, and uh, Capo Kakinen. We'll also throw in some talk for uh, Matt Boldy, and for Marco Rossi as well. We're finishing the evals next week, and then after that we move to the uh, the fun parts of the offseason with free agency, the expansion draft, the NHL draft. We'll have some experts on to discuss all of those topics. So one more week of uh, summer school, and then we are into the fun part of the offseason, and we're going to go crazy for uh, all of that once things get going. So uh, make sure to tune in every day to Locked on Wild, wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's talk Marcus Johansson, a trade that to this day still kind of confuses me uh, as a Wild fan. Johansson traded for Eric Stahl uh, and brought in from the Buffalo Sabres. So for Johansson, uh, his season numbers look like this. 36 games played, 6 goals, 8 assists, 14 points for Johansson, who played some wing. He played some center. He did have two power play goals, four power play assists, and three game-winning goals on the season. So for Johansson, brought in to uh, add some speed on the outside for this wild team. And, well, he certainly added speed, but 
it just was uh, it was kind of a uh, lost season for Johansson uh, in terms of a production standpoint, and just really never seemed like a guy that fit what the Wild were trying to do. He seemed like kind of a he he seemed like an odds and ends part that was thrown in uh, to uh, to try to piece together uh, some of these lines for the Wild. So I. Um, I think we can go ahead and answer the uh, the question that I posed at the top of the show if we would be open to a reunion with uh, Marcus Johansson. And I I think I would rather see uh, a younger player get those minutes uh, that Johansson had. Um, he played much better when he came back from injury for the, uh, the Wild, but before that he just was another guy that kind of blended in on the ice and uh, didn't really – offer a whole lot it took him a while to get going uh, with the wild as well and uh, I think at this point it just makes all the sense in the world to just pass on a potential reunion for that um, here next season Johansson's goals on ice uh, on ice goals four per 60 minutes just 2.4 with the wild this year on ice goals allowed was 3.5 his goals per 60 minutes in all situations was 0.6 and uh, looking at some other numbers, his Corsi 4 percentage, a career 54.4%. He was at 46.9 with the Wild this season in all situations, 45.9% in 5-on-5, five five, 45.8% in close 5-on-5 five five situations, and f- uh, 45.7 in 5-on-5 five five tied situations this season. Faceoffs wise as well, a 37.6% faceoff winning percentage, 32 wins, 53 losses in the faceoff circle. So played a lot more wing than he played center this season and uh, was not really that great at all in the uh, faceoff circle for the Wild this season. So I think it's probably something that Johansson is looking to uh, to move on from as well. Um to go to, I don't know, some other spot where he can be more of a role player on a cup contending team. I think there was a notion that he'd be a more productive player for the uh, Wild this season, and I don't know if Johansson just didn't feel like he uh, was in a good spot to uh, to produce or what the deal was, but just didn't really uh, offer much for uh, for this team. So I think... As I've said, I think it's best for him to just move on and to uh, to take this thing in a new direction. So a disappointing season for uh, Marcus Johansson that was cut short in the playoffs due to a broken arm. And uh, I think you factor in that as well. Not sure what his recovery timetable is per se, but I think that as well makes it uh, all the more likely that Johansson is elsewhere next year. Um, his price tag, I think, $4.1 million. It was either 4.1 or 4.5 uh, this season. The Wild definitely are not paying that either. So a lot of factors that I think lead to Johansson being somewhere else next season, and I think the Wild are okay with that. I think Johansson's okay with that too. There are young players that will come up. The Wild will sign a few players. There, uh, There's plenty going on, and so it's it's better in that case to have a roster spot open. Um, so that uh, the Wild can try to get somebody else with maybe a little more spark in their game uh, on this roster. And that will do it for player evals for today. Ryan Hartman, Zach Parisi, and Marcus Johansson. Again, coming up tomorrow, we got the fourth line 
player evals with Nick Benino, Nico Sturm, and Nick Bugstad. So uh, make sure to tune in for that tomorrow. Also, slight programming note, we'll be having our newly rebranded Spotify Green Room tomorrow night. Had uh, some travel with my uh, day job um, over the last couple of days that kept me out of the office. Got a lot to try to catch up on. So let's uh, let's give it a night. Let's uh, let's go to our Spotify Green Room uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Make sure to check out for the link on Twitter um, tomorrow to uh, to get that going. Also, make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Wild and Facebook as well. Make sure to uh, give us a like on Facebook uh, so you can stay up to date on the latest edition uh, on the latest news for the Minnesota Wild. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of Locked on Wild.